0: is everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey look, that's what I did. 5 Minute Warning almost at 100 episodes in.
1: Get Anchor.
2: This week on the 5 Minute Warning,
1: we got to talk about that. Like you that's a bold move even like mentioning his name because it's just so Taboo to even admit that you ever liked R. Kelly nowadays.
2: And I thought Allison Chains was over with, but they weren't. And they got a dude that they got, it was really crazy for me because they got a dude that sounds like their former lead singer, which is the hardest person to replace. And, but he black with an afro and killed
0: it. And I was like, what in the world's going on? Harder to breathe, super dope. I mean, When it's all said and done, man, all of their releases, for the most part, have been money. And then their album, and then their albums got a whole bunch of stuff that they'll never release, and it's still money. So yeah, Maru Five Man, yo. The
2: five minute warning.
0: Welcome to another episode of Five Minute Warning. Yeah, I just blew a trumpet. That was in my hand it was fake so i mean sometimes what, you that, need that, to...
1: that, that was the real trumpet
0: shut up man you know that one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it right. took him
0: 10 seconds i love it the only music music inclination i have is pushing play pushing a play button on my cell phone so yeah playing instruments are not in my wheelhouse but you didn't come here to listen to me play instruments You came here because you like 5-Minute Warning, and once again, I am the person that they say is in charge, but really isn't. I'm Ruben. Of course, we got AG on the ones and twos. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? And we got Moby chilling in the cut. Man, man,
1: just chilling, man. Ready, excited about this
0: show. So, before we get into it, we're going to change the show up a little bit this week. But before we get into that, I got to talk about, like, So far, the last I don't know nine days have been pretty awesome for me because I'm working out again. Woo! I didn't know you ever really stopped. Man, I stopped for real. Oh, okay. I didn't. I wasn't sure. You don't talk about it when you stop. You only talk about when you're doing it. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) <laughs> that's
2: so that's so true. Oh my god! You so send pictures
0: out. You tweet. You Instagram. Whatever. Like, yeah, I'm in the gym. I don't care what's going on where I'm in the
1: gym. Hashtag <laughs> no days off. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Right now, nine days straight, baby. And the only reason is because I can. I feel like I don't have choices because I look out my window and it's right there. So it's like
2: Oh, that's right, because your new place that's yeah. right, because we said that you moved a couple weeks ago, your new place has a gym
0: on site. Yeah, and I that's literally right. can walk. Takes me a minute to walk to it. So it's like that one day I feel like I don't feel like going to the gym. I can't look up my window because then I'm gonna guilt my own self for going to the gym. Which <laughs> is probably not a bad thing. I mean, let's just be honest about it. Um so I've done a simple workout so far. First of all, I hate treadmills, but now I do it. When I go in, I start lifting heavier dumbbells. There are days where I work out with um, dumbbells and um, the chain. Uh, that's not right. The, the chain or the ropes? No, no, no. Uh, I right, Moby. The machine that you can do a whole bunch of different things on with the pulleys and stuff. Oh, you use the cable? Cables, yes. Uh, cable I love <laughs> So I I have some move (laughs) moves. I have some exercises on the cable machine. And then I do a half hour on the treadmill. And then the next day, I just do an hour on a treadmill. You know, get the cardio in. Then the next day, I go with the heavy dumbbells. And then I do, they have weight machines in there too. So I do some of those and then another 30 minutes on a treadmill. So really, I'm in there about an hour a day. But the thing I hate it most about working out when it's all said and done is cardio because it's boring and it's boring
2: well my question is why don't you make your your other workout your cardio by doing high intensity interval training
0: because i'm not ready for that yet well that was two birds one stone i'm just saying yeah i'm gonna get there but i ain't ready for that yet um and that's and i would say that's probably the difference this time is Last time, I wanted the quick fix. I wanted to be in four weeks that I'm cut, I'm ripped. I lost like 50 pounds. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that doesn't exist because if that does happen to you, you need to go to the hospital because that is unnatural.
2: (laughs) You need to go to the hospital. (laughs)
0: Because they need to pump you full of fluids because that means you ain't got no water, none of that. It's just, you lose 50 pounds in 30 days. First of all, what'd you do and what corner did you get your crack from so but don't tell me that because i don't i don't need that in my life so yeah i'm just taking the the, kind of the slow way with it and basically i'm trying to build up endurance because what i want to do every two weeks um i want to up my game somewhere so whether it's you know doing heavier weights on the cables and on the machines and eventually because right now i'm doing 25 pound dumbbells on each arm now I'm a big guy, but like in my house, I'm rocking 10 pound dumbbells. I know I'm stronger than that. So I figured I need to up my game. And plus, I've been reading. You're supposed to go heavy with basic reps, or I can go light with a whole bunch of reps. And to me, that sounds crazy. So I tried that. It just, I didn't feel good with that. So I go, I'm trying to go heavier. And then, even though I hate the treadmill with a passion, because you got bad knees. The one thing I would say about the treadmills we have there, I mean they they got the game plan. It's like one of those life fitness ones. They got solitaire on that, yo. Look, <laughs> like, man, you are laughing. Bruh, solitaire just became your highlight. Yo, solid Yo, man, it keeps my mind working. That's the one thing about walking I hate. I gotta think about stuff, and it's like. At my old place, I was walking around, but I was playing video games with my phone, but I wasn't necessarily paying attention. So it's like, you know, not that I was going to get hit by a car or anything. I just like to know my surroundings, you know, and we're on the treadmill. You know, I started playing the game, but once again, on a treadmill, you're worried about a couple things. You may have to hold on to something because you want to see your heart rate or, you know, you may just not be your hand, eye, body coordination may not just be good. And that's just me. And to me, you know, a tre- walking on a treadmill is kind of difficult. I'm just going to put it out there. It's kind of difficult. So basically what I do is I realize I have solitaire. I've made up a couple of things in my mind. And I start low. Then I, after five minutes, I get to 2.5. And right now, that's where I'm at. O- hopefully, I hope to... Get up to three in a couple weeks, but once you get to three, then you're kind of you're, you're going to start your running pace type of deal. So basically, I hold on to the um, the heart sensor of one arm, and then I play solitaire. It just keeps my mind moving. And then next thing you know, I'm looking at it. Oh, 15 minutes have passed. I mean, I play like four solitaire, four or five solitaire games. You know, so basically I've had, I got this thing where when I'm doing a 30 minute on the treadmill, I can't, if I, if I win a game before my 30 minutes are up, then I'm done. But if I don't, I can't get off it until I win a game. So that in itself is, is good. And then when I do my hour, I try to basically see how many games I can win an hour. I just broke my record today of three so on an hour pace so i mean that tells you how many games i don't win in solitaire so you know it just keeps my mind moving and thinking about other stuff than me hey i just walked two and a half miles which you know i look at i was like okay that's kind of dope i just walked two and a half miles an hour and for fat people i mean some who listening may not be fat but for fat people yo that's an accomplishment i was almost sweating today Almost. Almost? Almost. Okay. I'm getting there. I'm telling you, I don't sweat. And that's a problem. You're supposed to be able to sweat. So, you know, I'm getting there. And then I guess my other, my basic story is yesterday I was doing 30 minutes on a trip. I just worked out and did the machines. And then like, man, it was 20 minutes. I had, oh, I won a game. I had won a game. So I was like, I know I'm doing 30. And I'm looking at it, it's like, man, this 10 minutes is like the worst. And then I've listened to music, of course. NWA 100 Miles and Running comes on. I became so energized. Even though that song is four minutes long, it just energized me for the last 10 minutes of it. It was awesome, you know? Now, if if you're not familiar with 100 Miles and Running, yeah, you know, 100 miles and running, MC running on a gun and then a whole bunch of other stuff that I can't say on the show. So it was just a big energy push, which then gave me the idea of our top five today. So normally we do top fives closer to the end of the show. Today, this is a special top five. Like when we came when we came with this top five, I was like, oh man, this is about to this is about to be mean so, I want to devote a little bit more time to the top five today. And that's why we're starting out with that. Then we'll have the speed <clears throat> round and we'll talk about some other stuff that happened in the news. Mo B's got his um, his section. He gonna get, he's going to grace us with some words of wisdom. And, you know, we'll talk about what's on your mind and we call it a day. But what we're going to do, we're going to start with the top five. So, this week, the top five is the top five. Your top five musical discographies that you love. Now, let me explain what this is. Basically, is the totality of an artist, an artist or an artist group of all their um, albums and stuff they come out with. And basically, we have our own. We're not gonna rank them, but we have our top five of best that we feel that um, best got discographies. So yes, you're probably gonna hear about fifteen different groups or people today but you know what i'm very excited about it because we're not we're not ranking <laughs> i mean if you want to rank I, I can't rank it's because i could rank but some of them are so close that it's like ugh, it depends what day I, i'm having so but we'll all start out with our first honorable mention so i'll go first with my honorable mention and then we'll go around so my honorable mention. And the reason why this person is my honorable mention is because I feel like the totality of his work is good. Now, he kind of lost me with his personal crap. But then, when it's all said and done, he shifted from one genre to another genre that necessarily is not going to affect me until later, I guess. And I'll just say it like that. And that's R. Kelly. So, R. Kelly, man, she's yeah, you know, R. Kelly in the public announcement. First of all, that first album was terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's, other than she got that vibe, she got that vibe. Yeah, that song bang. Summer bunnies, not so much. But he's got a whole, you know, the joint he's did with Aaliyah, um, the whole twelve play album. The twelve play album itself is a classic. I mean, and then he shifted from young people stuff to old people. Like my parents stuff with step to the name of love and all his other stuff. We're not going to talk about that Jeep song, but you know, he just, he was like, yeah, I can't talk about young kids and stuff no more. So I'm gonna move to old people and that's fine, <laughs> you know, but I feel like for me, when he came out, he was talking to younger versions of me. Then he went straight from that to older versions of me. And I just, you know, I think his work is exceptional. But, you know, for me, he the one of the biggest reasons he's an uh, honorable mention is because I can't get down with his extracurriculars, man. I just can't. But his discography was okay. It was good. I found it to be pretty decent. He, he made a lot of money. Now he's using all that money to um, keep himself out of jail,
1: but that's a story for another time. Um, so I I mean, small- I, We gotta talk about that. Like you, that's a bold move, even like mentioning his name because it's just so taboo to even admit that you ever liked R. Kelly nowadays. So I mean, <laughs> well, Steve, <laughs> I mean, so, so I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a little bit of credit just for like, you know, leading
0: off with with that. Well, I mean, that's why he's an honor to mention. But I'm gonna be real with you, Moby. Like, twelve play came out when you were tiny, and twelve, I believe. Correct me if uh, I'm wrong. Well,
1: I wasn't tiny, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, you wanna, you want, you you were you are a child. I mean, look, I was old enough to be, you know, if I was a female, I could have been somebody he was talking about.
2: Wow. <laughs> Didn't take him long to get there, buddy Didn't take him long to get <laughs> there, y'all <laughs> but, Should've moved out but of way. the way
0: <laughs> But that's the whole thing 12 Play was such a great album That you didn't realize He was talking about underage girls For the most part Come on, man some, I'm not saying he didn't But I'm just gonna say that Some some of the songs Were questionable But You, you really didn't know until he he just started calling up the Pied Piper until after that album, and that's when you start realizing, hold on, player, you know, you ain't rats ain't following you, so what are you talking about? So, I mean, I, that's what I'll say. And yeah, well, thank you for giving me credit for being brave, but I mean, you know, he was okay before he really started letting everybody know that he liked little girls. So, I'll just put that out there. So that's my honorable mention. So we'll start there. Ag, what's your honorable mention? My honorable
2: mention is Allison Chains, because uh, yeah, well, because part of my criteria for this, when I've had to think about it, I was like, when I think of longevity, I think of longevity first within the band itself. It's like, especially if it's a band. If it's one person, it doesn't matter. But if it was a band, are most of the members still there? Do they sound the same? As far as those members progressing and maturing. So, Allison Chains had, they have, they're a particular, um, particularly unique story to me because they were in a situation where everybody was familiar with four dudes. Really, two dudes, really. And one of those people died. Mm-hmm. And I thought Allison Chains was over with. But they weren't. And they got a dude that, they got it was really crazy for me because they got a dude that sounds like their former lead singer which is the hardest person to replace and but he black with an afro <laughs> and killed it and i was like what in the world's going on so as crazy as that situation was from the beginning to now you can still tell that it's an allison chains record so from that standpoint, the level of songwriting, all of it, they are definitely my first honorable mention.
0: You know what was the name of the of the track with Allison Chains? Because the one that, cause I have listened to Allison Chains and there are a couple. There's a couple of songs on my um my Spotify with them. And what's the one where he was like, and I'm gonna try to sing it horribly. This is before the black dude came in there. It was like oh god, this is so embarrassing hey my eyes and then he said Jesus Christ and I was like, what?
2: <laughs> oh, I, yeah um, that's a man in
0: a box yeah, that was like, and that's what caught my attention I was like, hold on dog what? you just are you sitting here, word <laughs> that's all I can say because, you know, it was and it, it was catchy and before you even knew it it was like that's when i realized okay they're a little bit deeper than most bands are so i mean like i said i got a couple of tracks on my spotify so I, i'm with you i just i'm gonna be honest though after the 90s i was kind of i didn't follow them anymore so well
2: they were part of they were part of the whole grunge thing but they weren't really grunge uh, yeah because i can you know because a lot of the bands that came out then are still good but if you were following them as a as a trend, you probably did lose interest, but yeah, Allison Chains, and I, and actually, this reminds me somebody else that should have gotten mentioned too, which uh, them, Pearl Jam, and uh, Soundgarden. Because as oh, far yeah. as I'm concerned, those those three, there's a there's a couple of them, other bands out there that are fit in this category too. They were they were game changers musically. As far as I'm concerned, they're still around. So, but yeah, Allison Chains is my. Um, Gotcha. My honorable mention.
1: Awesome. Moby. Well, my honorable mention always almost was in the grunge category. I was really on on the fence about uh, Nirvana, but um, instead, my man, my my list is so all over the place. But my honorable mention is gonna go to. My... Oh, shut nice. Up. <laughs> nice. I'm just saying they they're, they're my honorable mention, and it's really like. My my number five and them were all like, I really could make a bigger argument to put them in my top five, but I think my top my number five artists they're just so influential in the music today that it was just hard for me to be really not be like, well, I like their discography just because it's so relevant to today. But Maroon Five, man, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they have never dropped a bad album, never. And the I just respect them so much for their sound and and Adam Levine's just loved of being with the band because everybody knows he could've just said "Screw y'all," and just did something by himself, but it's never been what he's wanted to do.
2: Truth now, my question to you is, what's your favorite maroon Five record?
1: Oh, just hmm.
2: Because personally, mine is the first one.
1: i about to say, like, so, Songs About Jane is is really, really probably my favorite, but the one that I can literally like bang out to, and like my daughter is really into Maroon 5 now too, is the V album. Like...
2: Okay, I get that.
1: I mean, just because it's just got so many up-tempo tracks, but yeah, Songs About Jane is is it.
0: Yeah, the V album is <laughs> actually five. For their fifth album Yeah
1: I, I, My girls call it B So I just Yeah it With it You know
0: <laughs> So first of all I knew We were gonna match up On something Cause Maroon <laughs> 5 Is actually In my top 5 And Yo man Songs about Jane That's one of the few albums From beginning to end Yeah It's gonna make you feel Some kind of way And like I just want to go and smack Jane, mentally. <laughs> you want to smack her mentally? Man, I, I
1: want to thank her because well, I mean man. she she inspired something.
0: <laughs> well, see that? And that, and that was, I was about to come back with that. Also, he. I hope he sent her a check, or he was like, "Yeah, I made this all about you." Dropped a couple, you know, f bombs, middle finger. Yeah, I'm making all this money because of you. Thank you. Man, I just hope well, she tried to her. sue him, right? Uh, She tried to sue him, right? Yeah, because she thought she could win something. Yeah, she she tried to sue him behind that. That was real. Yeah, she lost because she (laughs) She couldn't prove. Yeah, she could like literally, you know, she couldn't prove that everything was about her. And he was just like, "How you know it's about you?" Because this, this, and this. Well, I did. It was such, such.
1: And even if it was about her, that's still not grounds to sue. Right. She's trying to (laughs) sue. You
0: didn't write a song. You didn't write a melody. You were just a muse. Muse don't get paid. Not at all. So, yeah, man. So I'm a, I guess I'm, I gotta jump in now. Because, you know, Moby took one of my top five, which I knew was I knew was gonna happen. So, I guess I'm gonna I'm just slide in and yo, something about moves like Jagger, that song is super awesome. There are a couple Christina um, What's her face? I don't remember the last name. Um
2: Aguilera. Yeah, Aguilera. Chris Aguilera
0: tracks that I mess with. Like, but I would never like real talk talk about it. But I guess I'm gonna talk about it now. Moves like Jagger is super dope. If anything positive came off her being on the voice, was that track? Because I think she sucked on the voice. I thought she was kind of a f- female dog and whatnot. And um, you know, I just didn't like her. But that moves like Jagger Track, super dope. Um, harder to breathe, super dope. I yeah, mean like that one. When it's all said and done, man, all of their releases, for the most part, have been money. money. And then their <laughs> album, and then their albums got a whole bunch of stuff that they'll never release, and it's still money.
1: So yeah, Maru Five, man yo oh and to put the disclaimer out there like the maroon five tracks you hear on the radio don't think the whole album's like that no they're so diverse
0: (laughs) man and here's the crazy part i'm just gonna be what it is i think their new album is okay i just think it's okay because their discography has so many good albums on it it's hard for them to beat what they already got. If they stop making music today, like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, for real. Because if they're not even even thought about, then there's a problem in music because these dudes have done it the right way. I mean, they've come out with good music. They come out with decent videos. And plus, you know, Adam, Adam Levine will forever be winning until he finds a way to make himself take a take a loss. He hadn't yet. Cause even he turned his loss from Jane to a W. So if you can do that, man. Wait, what? So, hey, what I'm gonna do next? I'm gonna date a whole bunch of swimsuit moms. Oh, guess what? I'm gonna marry one and then have a kid. Man, whatever. That dude's a beast. And so is Maroon 5. So I guess now we can just skip me because we've just had that love festival maroon 5. AG. Well, I just switched
2: one out of the top five because I felt like Well, I did, man. I had to do it, man, because Bon Jovi was going to be in the top five. But then I thought about the criteria for me. And that band has changed so, so much. I agree. So I'm like, okay, I'll put them in an honorable mention type of thing, even though their discography is really good. But the bump allowed me to put in Jay-Z. Ooh, didn't expect that i love me some jay-z I didn't mean, expect that Knock it to lie blueprint i mean hard Knock. i mean the black album i mean he's had some records out there that i didn't really appreciate from a a, a mix standpoint um like kingdom come from a mix standpoint you know i was kind of like eh, i could have done without it but The lyrical content with that dude is always fire with gas being poured on it constantly, as far as I'm concerned. And so I'm like, well, yeah, he's got to be in my top five. I mean, I remember the day I got the Black album. I was in Brooklyn, actually, and bought it there. And I'm like, and put it in a little, you had a disc, man, (laughs) y'all. That's how old this is. So I'm sitting here listening to it like that. And being blown away by, like, what in the world? So, yeah, Jay-Z is definitely my first, uh, the last of my top five. So, he is five of my top five.
0: Nice. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Jay-Z probably could be in my top ten. I don't know. I mean, he's great. I just, for for my world, I'm not not feeling him
1: like that. But, hey, man, to each his own. Yeah, when when it comes to Jay-Z, I'm one of those people that I'm like, I am a... Huge appreciator and fan of his talent even though he's not like somebody that i gravitate to but i i can't say he's not great at what he does i mean he doesn't ruin anything for me and i mean just numbers wise and influence i mean you can't you just really can't argue with it
0: i think the the best and the smartest thing he did was take a back seat to beyonce I I mean I just think that that could have that might have been the
1: smartest I don't think move. That was by choice, bro. Like that's some, no. some some things you just gotta get out the way
0: of. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you know, but the thing about it is, he could have still got out the way, but still came out with music. Nah, he just stopped it. He's like, yo, it's my wife is my wife's turn? And I think for me, I thought that was that might be one of the most brilliantest business moves that he has done because he let her fly like a phoenix and you know you see, i think, I think head you're head. giving him credit for the wrong thing i don't think it had nothing to do with him you know and and you say that but i will say this i even though he didn't necessarily like you know do her stardom i think it's important to, to realize that he got out of the way of it I mean, I just yeah, think they were—they were, they
1: were on two different trajectories, man. Like, oh well, yeah, mean, he was ending, and she was—he had, had been—he had been there, and she was going there. So, I mean, I think they were just passing by, and want a no, want no reason for reason to try to get in the way. Yeah, but you know, his ego didn't get in the way. Okay, I can I can say it. I, I can agree with that. He he didn't he didn't <laughs> necessarily try to make it about him.
0: Because we can go back to Rod Digger, and the dude she was with was a rapper and she stopped her career for that dude and we don't even know who he is and Rod Digger when she blew up she blew up and now I mean she's happy being a wife and stuff and a, mo- a mom and stuff but imagine if Rod Digger's career could have continued
1: yeah, but I'm you're, not being saying, very, you're being very presumptuous in assuming that that was like something that he was advocating for what if that's what she wanted to do well
0: so in a couple of interviews, I've read some interviews about it because she said, you know, you know, I did my thing and I decided to, you know, be a a mother and stuff like that, so he can do his thing. But his thing never blew up, so where I'm just saying, I'm saying that when she got out the game, it could have been bigger. She could have been, you know, I think she could have easily reached Eve status. Because she was going there. And then she just stopped. And I'm just like... It was just sad. Because Rod Digger's first and only... Well, no. She came out with two. Her first one was sick. Sick Imperial. Sick Classic. And her second one wasn't so much. So... It is what it is. Alright. Enough about Rod Digger. I'm Moby All right, so,
1: Yeah, this is the one that... I I fought with putting Maroon 5 over them, and it's just hard for me. No, I mean, I probably should have, but I have a real reasonable explanation as to why 3 Six Mafia is in my top five. Now, 3 Six Mafia's discography, if you're not a really southern hip hop person, you might be like, well, I mean, I know a couple tracks they did. But if you're listening to the radio in the last five to 10 years, there has been no production group that sampled more than 3-6 Mafia is in hip-hop right now. Juicy J is still very relevant. Um, they were Academy Award winners, which they spent a whole album letting you know about. Yeah, they did.
0: <laughs> they did. Oh God, they did.
1: They've been a part of one of the biggest tracks ever. I mean, the Sippin' On Some Scissor track was hot. A lot of people don't know they were actually a part of the original international player anthem that had Outkast and UGK. They were part of the production crew of that. I mean, 36 Mafia for me discography-wise, if I want to just listen to really ignorant like down south hip hop music that just that just makes me feel like f everybody. There's <laughs> nothing nothing that beats Throwing in three six mafia, listening to Juicy J and DJ Paul talk about some ignorance that I will never be a part of in my real actual life. <laughs>
2: I think he had me at ignorance. That was good. I, I'm,
1: I'm just saying, like you know, I listen to sipping on some scissor. I ain't sipping on nothing, but the track was hot. <laughs> he said, I ain't sipping on nothing. <laughs> but the track was hot. I mean look <laughs> the discography a lot of people don't know man they've sold a lot of albums man so I mean that's that's why they're up there I mean and I mean they're consistent I mean if you like 36 6 Mafia when they first came out if they drop an album today you're gonna like it cause it's gonna be the same consistent sound and energy
0: knowing you that pick makes so much sense <laughs> I mean and it's I mean you're not wrong. I, I'm just not you know, you're not wrong.